0: The Road to Hayward is presented by the National Scholastic Athletics Foundation. NSAF has put on world-class events for the next generation of athletes for over 30 years now. Over 400 Olympians earning nearly 200 medals have participated in the NSAF championship events. NSAF is presenting the Nike Outdoor National Meet June 15th through 18th at Hayward Field, which is the greatest track and field stadium on the planet. To get more info about this world-class meet, visit NikeOutdoorNationals.com. Hannah Mall, welcome to the Running Effect podcast. How are you doing this evening?
1: I'm good. Yeah, it's been a long day, but I'm pretty happy.
0: <laughs> That's good. What, what's your day look like normally? I know you're probably out of school, so the days look a little bit differently when you're out of school, but like, what does a general day in your life look like?
1: Well, actually right now I'm still in school. I graduate on the 13th of next month oh wow so Um, you guys
0: stay in pretty long
1: yeah i mean we we start school pretty late um like early september so we we end up getting out late but in washington it's not too bad because the weather ends is usually not summer weather like in may i mean this month is pretty unusual but it's pretty different so right now my day usually is um, I start school at like nine. So from nine to like 3.30, I'm at school. Um, And then when I'm doing track, right now I'm having like a week off because we finished state, but um, it's usually track practice till like 5, 5.30. Um, And then sometimes I'm like getting chiropractor massage right after that. So I'll do that and then dinner homework and then I usually um finish the day like with a show with my parents right now we're watching um psych
0: when you're in school from like 9 to 3 30 are you like mm-hmm. dreaming of track practice like oh, I'm so ready to be done with school or do you enjoy the school aspect
1: um I really enjoy the school aspect I think I've always been um like a good student um I'm really fortunate to have really good teachers this year so I'm really enjoying all my classes and um it's way less like drag like it's it's way less of a drag than like last year yeah and i'm done with my ib testing so it's nice
0: at the time of recording this you had your state championships uh the previous weekend so take me through Mm -hmm. your final ever washington state championships and and what ultimately ended up happening and how you performed
1: yeah so i would say just as, as an overview state was probably the best way um i could go out so i started Thursday doing my four by two prelims, Um, didn't PR, but we qualified ranked third. So that was really good, Um, really exciting. And then um, Friday I had four by one prelims right before pole vault. So I ran that, had a good time. Um, And then like, ran to pole vault and then um my legs were really tired but i ended up um jumping like 14 7 which wasn't a pr but it was a state meet record so i mean that's kind of what i was going for for that meet um like for i guess minimum but i was just yeah i would say that and then saturday um i was feeling pretty tired but super excited to just um give it my all with my teammates, cause I really like running relays. They're probably, four by one's probably my favorite event off of the runway for pole vault. Um, but we ended up starting with the four by two in the morning, um, PR'd by like a second. So we ran 142 something and ended up winning even though we were um, going in third. So that was really, really exciting for us. Um, and then later that afternoon we ran four by one And then PR by half a second so we ran uh 48.13 which was also pretty crazy so broke the um school record twice and then won both events which was or i won all my events which was really exciting
0: there are so many questions i want to ask you regarding pole vault coming from a distance runner who has no clue about the event but i guess a basic one to uh, start out that I'm very curious about and a lot of my questions are just going to stem from curiosity so bear with me (laughs) but how do you how do you mentally distinguish preparing for something like a relay the 4 by one or 4 by 2 versus the pole vault like what does the mental preparation look like is it different for these different events or is it pretty much the same
1: um I would say it's actually quite different um pole vaults it's very um repetitive so I'm the only factors that are like different would be like weather or like the pits um, or how I'm feeling. But like, I feel like with the relays, there's just so much more. um, There's so much more variability, I guess, um, and probability for like something bad happening. So I always end up feeling more like anxious before uh, a relay, but also like mixed with adrenaline. So I always kind of feel like I want to faint before I run those races. Um, But that ends up being like the most exciting. Um, but yeah, I would say just trying to relax myself for the relays, um, and calm myself down because that's when I perform my best. Um, and then for pole vault, I would say, I mean, also calming myself down, but just going in with a simple goal and um, not having like, I guess, outcome expectations.
0: I'm curious with running sports, like with a 4 by one a 4 by 2 an 800, a 3200, whatever it might be, it's like you start the race and you really can't like you can influence your thoughts within the race, but like the race is fluid. There aren't stops within the race, whereas pole vault, like you get multiple attempts at each new height which means you have time to kind of sit with your thoughts maybe talk to your coach and kind of come up with reapproaches or just think through different things what's that like in the pole vault specifically because when people think of the sport of running they think of what i just said of like that fluidity where it's like you're in it you can't do much oh when you're in it um whereas like pole vault like you have time between each attempt to think through things what's that kind of aspect of it like
1: i would say in between each attempt, i don't really think that much um I pretty much always just go down, like go sit down and drink water. (laughs) Like that's kind of like a reset for me. Um, so I kind of, and I also like chat with people surrounding me with that really relaxes me kind of just eases my mind off of like, if I'm feeling stressed about like the next fall or way too excited. It's just, I, I mean, I feel best when I'm relaxed and, um, like in a flow state. So getting myself back into that is, um, yeah, I feel very fortunate with pole vault. There's a lot of, um, a lot of chances and things I can change. So it's like, it gives me, I guess something to focus on. that's like, oh, that was bad because I blew through. Um, and then I can be like, oh, well, now I just try that next time. So it's, it's very different than like running, which is you're just going as fast as you can.
0: What do you think is the most special part about the pole vault, the event itself?
1: Mm, that's a good question. Um, I would say probably the most special is part about it is, um, I mean, going up in the air. I really like that part. Um, I've always done sports that, I guess, involve some sort of gravity, so having that feeling of like adrenaline and um, clearing that bar is just a really good feeling.
0: Before I get too deep into my questions surrounding the event of pole yes. vault, I, I got to ask you, you do fantastic at your final state championship meet. What's the go-to, um, I was going to say post-race, but I guess like post-race for the four by one, four by two, post-event mm-hmm. uh, celebration meal for you.
1: I always feel like post-race, I always feel like something like, I to say like greasy. Cause I, usually eat really healthy. Um, my mom's like a dietitian. I enjoy healthy food personally. Um, but I always feel like for some reason I always feel like French fries and like ice cream. So, I mean, sometimes I get like, we go out and like get like frozen yogurt or like have like a really good sandwich, but
0: what's like the the best food that is really well done in washington like do you guys have any foods that are like the state prides itself on like texas is it is its barbecue like florida is it's like seafood does washington have anything specific there or like i'll be in seattle um in the middle of june like what would be like the go-to you have to have this in washington or is it pretty much like everything's basic here
1: yeah i would say there's everything everything's basic i mean washington there's there's no like set cuisine i mean i would say pacific northwest probably maybe if you're going to a restaurant there's maybe some more mediterranean but there's really like there's just thai mexican italian there's i mean there's everything and a lot of it's pretty good but i mean i guess the seafood's also pretty good because we're by the coast um so sushi um Yeah,
0: You talked about your mom being a dietitian and earlier on like Mm -hmm. watching a TV show with your parents uh, to to end off the night. What's it been like having them kind of support you in your journey of this specific venture?
1: I mean, I'm really grateful to have my parents. They're one of my like closest people in my circle. Um, I really couldn't ask for better parents. So they're like in. (laughs) Sorry. They're, um, very valuable to me. Um, they support me in everything I do and I'm really grateful to have them as long as well as my sister, but yeah, I feel like my circle is just amazing.
0: Before we get too deep into conversation. I want to bring us way back to young Hannah. How'd you get started Mm -hmm. in the sport of track and field?
1: My mom introduced me to it. Um, she did, uh, track and field and high jump in high school. And so at the time, young me was doing gymnastics. And um, we weren't really allowed to do like any other sports since gymnastics is so time consuming. So we did high jump with a local um, club, which is called um, Baron Park Striders. And I learned high jump there and did like the little meets that they did. That was my practice. So That's kind of how i started into track and then once i stopped gymnastics i started getting more into that
0: first impressions of pole vault when did you first hear about it and ultimately how did you go from the point of hearing about it to eventually you know being a part of it
1: my mom introduced me to a camp so (laughs) my mom again um and she was like since we had been done with gymnastics um we'd been doing track for a couple years and she brought up the idea of uh, going to a pole vault camp and we had we'd been told by like one of the club people that um, pole vault's like super time consuming and like I don't know our talents would be wasted there because it's so I mean it we could be do, we could be multi Um and so I guess we ignored that um, so we tried <laughs> to camp and when you first try pole vault it's very it's very hard. Like you're not immediately swinging up. You're not immediately bending the pole. So it's, it's really awkward. I would say, um, but I still really liked it. I loved watching other people jump, especially when we started going into the, like the club and started going to practices, there were some really good jumpers there. So it's really inspiring to see what you can become. I think that's what really drew me to that sport. Um, like the potential, um yeah
0: when did you go from merely participating in pole vault to realizing like hey I'm actually really good at this and can be one of the best in the country
1: I would say we really started like I guess specializing in pole vault like freshman year of high school so when I was jumping mid-13s um and I think all my like my coaches were like telling me that I could really be special but I mean I never really like fully believed it until I started jumping like 14 feet. And I mean, that's when I really started um, believing I could be the best in the country and like keep going.
0: We haven't talked about your sister, but you have a twin sister, Amanda, who's very much on the similar trajectory as you. Um, You're the outdoor national record holder in the pole vault and she's the indoor national record holder in the pole vault. So really unique story there. I'm curious, does her journey match up with yours in terms of like pursuit of wanting to go after the pole vault or is it a little bit different where like one sister was like, hey, you should try out the pole vault when they were already doing the pole vault?
1: Um, no, uh we really started Pole Vault and have been going to the same practices basically the whole time. I mean the only times we haven't is when one's sick or hurt. Um but yeah, I feel like in every sport we do, we always kind of like zigzag and kind of switch with each other and like who's higher, who's lower. And it's pretty consistent and it's kind of funny though. Um, but yeah, I would huh. say.
0: How cool is it to have her every day with you to push each other to be, you know, the best versions of yourself, not only, you know, on the runway, but also in life, just having that partner.
1: I mean, it's great. I would say for the pole vault aspect, um, having like competition with every practice has been invaluable to my success because I mean, I perform well with competition. I mean, what athlete doesn't, um, and then in general life, I mean, she's definitely shaped who I am today. Like, if I'm about to make a bad decision, I have someone who's not afraid to tell me that I'm making a bad decision. And then ultimately, I don't. So it's great to have her.
0: At what point did you two realize that you could become, you know, one and two in the nation in this thing? And how special is it as you sit with me here today to kind of have accomplished some of those big goals that probably seemed very far off in the distant together?
1: Maybe when we were clear like getting close to the national record um and when mandy actually cleared the national record sorry i call her mandy um when she actually cleared the national record that's when i was like oh i really want to do that too it's definitely easier to not do it alone takes a lot of the stress off of it um it kind of just feels like we're doing it together um so i mean i feel like those it makes those goals a lot more special um because not only one person is striving or achieving that goal, it's two people and we have to be related. So I think it's really cool.
0: Without like having your parents on this interview, what's their kind of perception of it all been, you know, having two kids who your mom got you guys started in track. uh, You correct me if I'm wrong, but I doubt she expected that her two daughters would become two of the greatest pole vaulters in high school history. What's it been like from their eyes watching you guys succeed in this path?
1: I don't know if I can speak for them, but I definitely don't think they expected us to be so successful in pole vault, uh, like going to college for it. And, um, I mean, I guess being the best in the country, um, but I would say, I mean, I think, even before we were like, got into track, they were huge track fans. So I I hope they really enjoy watching us. (laughs) Um, yeah i mean i always hear like in the videos that i'm watching i always hear my mom's like screaming (laughs) and it's really funny to watch back
0: something i'm very curious to hear about again as someone who's never attempted the pole vault and i don't plan i mean it kind of looks fun but i know it's years and years of work to to get to that point where it actually (laughs) probably is fun and you can clear actual serious height um as someone who will probably never do it what's the training Mm -hmm. look like without like going super super into detail like how do you train to be as good as you are?
1: Yeah, so I was at off like the runway. you're training to be a sprinter or like because it's pretty similar to long jump, you gotta ha- you gotta be fast to jump high um, and convert that energy um, and, and get on stiffer poles, which will all help you jump higher. So I would say most of the time I'm either sprinting or um, lifting, doing upper and lower body um and core because you got to have all that strength um to move the pole and work around it and then yeah i and then i i never vault more than twice a week um but yeah that's a nice overview
0: what do those like vaulting specific practices look like where like everyone knows what the pole vote looks like how do you prepare for like the moment of impact where the um you know the pole hits the ground and you launch yourself up like how do you train for that
1: I mean, you really just start small and work your way up. So I started out on really small poles and then now I'm on pretty big poles especially for my gender. Um so it's such a routine that you just your body is very used to it. Um and you kinda just get super excited and then kinda plant as hard as you can
0: how did you get over like the initial fear of being high in the sky trying to clear a bar because something i see at track meets i go to are always like or at practice is like the kids who are like trying it for the first time and you just see like utter fear in their eyes (laughs) of like definitely afraid of what could go wrong how do you kind of reframe your mindset from what could go wrong to like this is enjoyable and i'm going to thrive in it
1: that's hard because i would definitely say that having that ex- like initially existing fear is definitely going to hold you back, especially if you want to vault high, but like, I mean with pole vault, it's not like you're, I mean, immediately vaulting 15 feet. You're just, it's a really slow process. So you're kind of taking baby steps towards where you're um where you eventually want to end. So it's not, I'm so used to it. It's not scary um at my like level like I would say but um pole vault is a very mental sport um and to be like to be successful you can't be afraid and that's what's so hard about it
0: can you feel once you're kind of launching yourself in the sky like once your pole hits the ground and you're vaulting yourself upward do you know at that point that like It was good enough that you're gonna go over the bar or is it only once you're like over the bar that you realize like hey i did it
1: i can definitely tell because once i've planted i can tell if i've set my swing up um enough or like well enough um so yeah but sometimes i can really fight for that and make up for it hopefully with my swing um but yeah i can tell
0: I'd love to hear about last year's world championships where you ended up winning it. Take me through that Mm -hmm. event.
1: Yeah, so that was really special for me. Um, I'd never done something that big or internationally before. So it was a really cool venue. Um, And like the prelims were fine. They were really um, nerve wracking. So like once I got through, um, I was like way less... Uh, stressed, And then for um, finals, the day we were originally scheduled to have finals, um, it literally like it was literally raining cats and dogs um, like they were yelling at us to like run undercover. So that was kind of scary. Um, and it definitely, I guess, messed with me um, and also my body, because I, we were out there for a couple hours. So I wasn't able to eat um, and I had already warmed up and stuff. So the next day, it was it – was, um, that was definitely probably the biggest challenge of that meet. Um, but the next day, um, I just gave it my – gave my all, and it worked. I mean, it wasn't my pre- – it definitely was not my prettiest jumping. Um, but at that point, my sister had already gone out, and I just – I honestly really wanted to win it for the both of us, so – that was a really special moment. Um and then Colombia was really interesting. Um, it it definitely wasn't the safest country or isn't. Um, so we weren't really allowed to leave our hotel. So that was a little bit weird. Um but we got one day that my parents took us out and it was it was really pretty. So I'm glad we got to experience that.
0: You talked about wanting to win it for both of you, you and your sister. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like when one sister wins, the other one wins too, just because you guys are so ingrained in each other's journeys?
1: A hundred percent. Whenever I'm not doing well and she is succeeding, I always, I'm never mad at myself because um, I I feel like being excited for her takes my, like, I don't want to say failure, but like my performance away. I don't know. I really like that little connection we have in that way because it it really helps my uh, confidence
0: most world champions would just do their event and their event alone but you also do the sprints you do the four by one the four Mm -hmm. by two as you walked us through at your state championships why is that important to you to do more than just one event the pole vault (laughs) when you've kind of like almost like achieved mastery in it um why is it important for you to do other events as well
1: I really liked him 4x1 4x2 because of my teammates. Um, I really feel connected to my team when I do those events, and that's partly why I love it so much. So it's like an event that I'm not only doing for myself, and that's what makes it really fun for me.
0: I'd love to go through uh, Nike Nationals this year, but before we get to that, I want to talk about Nike Nationals last year. Take me through that mm-hmm. event and uh, your first time competing in Hayward Field, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, so um, I don't... I don't know if it was my first time. I think this will be my third time at okay. Nationals. The first one, I won. The second one, which was last year, Mandy won. Um, so we're kind of a little bit tied for this one. Um, but last year, it was, I mean, anytime time I go there, it's a really amazing experience. I mean, it's not too far from where I live. It's like a four-hour drive. So it's really convenient, especially for pole vaulting, because we don't have to fly with the poles. Um, but I love the runway, um, I love the pit, and um, the stadium's obviously gorgeous. So it's it's always a really fun time when I'm out there.
0: What was that experience like uh, last year specifically, that me exchanging wins with your sister? Take me <laughs> through that event specifically.
1: Yeah, so last year I think Bandy had had a higher PR at that point. Um, and I don't remember, but I think the field was pretty deep. So I was really excited to vault against um, my competition. So I don't remember what I vaulted, like at all. Um, But I know it was pretty good. So it was, it definitely was a good um, vault day. I know I was really happy with it. Because I went to um, Oregon last month for organ relays so it's all getting muddled together in my memory um I'm actually there quite a lot um but yeah every time I go it's I always have a really good day
0: what's it like vaulting in Hayward Field where it's like debatably the best track and field stadium in the world what does it feel like to be vaulting in like almost like this massively shaped bowl (laughs) that's just like has so many seats in it and is just like perfect for track uh compared to I'm sure like you've done dual meets and stuff where it's like at these Mm -hmm. random high schools (laughs) so what's it like to do your event in such an incredible and prestigious university and school
1: the stadium is very aesthetic so it's like it's really easy on my eyes because I really like the color green so being surrounded by green <laughs> it's really calming for me um and then i would say like so wind's a pretty big factor in pole vault um like going on bigger poles or being pushed down the runway and the wind at oregon's it's not like the best but it's it's pretty good um it's sometimes a little swirly but it's never like a headwind which is really good when you're pole vaulting um so it's always. I would say the conditions are always pretty controlled um, at Oregon. And then the runway is really fast. The bathrooms are really nice. Um, You don't have to take off your spikes, which is really nice for pole vault, because sometimes you have to really run. Um, So that's really nice. And yeah, I love it.
0: Going into this year's meet, what are you looking to accomplish? And having been to this meet so many years in a row, how fun is it going to be to kind of close out your high school uh, career and competition this way?
1: I'm really looking forward to really experiencing um, this for the last time. So taking everything in. Um, As far as goals, I would say, I mean, always getting a PR. That's always a goal. So maybe jumping 15-2. Um, and breaking the U twenty national record, um, and yeah, experiencing it with all the people. Uh, it'll be sad because I don't. I'm not sure if my sister is going to be vaulting, but I know one of my teammates will. Um, so that'll be really exciting.
0: Having been to Hayward Field in Eugene a few years in a row now, what are some of your favorite parts about the Nike Outdoor National Meet? That aren't, you know, the event itself.
1: I really like the swag they have. Um, it's always really cool. Um, like, they have like those rings. They um, usually have some really cool t shirts, um, backpacks. That's always a thing. Um, I really like, like, um, staying the graduate. I think that's one of the host hotels. Um, I don't know if that's just a Nike Nationals thing, but it's really cool staying in that hotel because it's very track-themed. And I really like the brand Nike, so the meet's always a lot larger than the other meets that I go to, so it's very – it's like Hayward on steroids.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What's it like going to a meet where – you're facing all of the best people in the country like what's how enjoyable is that to to know that you know whoever wins on the day is the best in the country and to go to a meet where you know the true champion is you know um defined by lack of a better word
1: yeah well i mean i i love like the pole vaulting like community um all the girls who are usually go to these meets are always super nice so i'm always having a really good time um, cause pole vault's pretty unique where right? you have a lot of time out there, so you can just chat with them, make friends. Um, so it's really fun doing that. Um, and yeah, it's always fun to have that national, um, champion spot up for grabs. So that's always really exciting. Yeah.
0: What would you say to someone listening right now who's interested in pole vault or is a part of pole vault who looks up to the things you've done? What would be some advice you'd give to that individual or just the listener and audience in general today?
1: I would say stay with the process. Um, pull vault's very long and sometimes it can get frustrating if you have a technique that you really want to change, um, but it's like not happening immediately. So just staying with that, um, really trusting that because, I mean, to vault where I am, it doesn't take a couple days. It takes a long time. Um, so patience. I would say it's really important to have a love for the sport because it's, it's hard. Um so I mean if you love it, you really can't lose no matter how well you do. Um yeah, that would be my two biggest points.
0: Within high school, you're so so accomplished in the different things you've done without getting too far ahead of ourselves. I'm curious, what are some things you want to accomplish in the sport? of track and field specifically within pole vaulting, looking ahead to your career as a whole?
1: It's a very good question. Um, I really don't know. Um, I I do know that I have like a cool little story. Um, so we were in Hood River, um, which is a little town that's, I'm not, it, like, it borders Oregon and Washington. It's a really cool town. Um, and we were in this running hiking store and I was like looking for hiking boots. Um, and like this um, this man was helping, um, like helping fit it, I guess. Um, and then there was this giant like mirror in like the back and it had like signatures on it. And we had been talking about our pole vaulting. And so they like, like asked us if we wanted to sign the mirror. It was like the wooden frame around the mirror. And so we did. Um, and that was really cool, and I wrote like 17, 2 on there. So, being the first person to jump 17 feet or more would be really awesome. Um, I mean, I get any woman would aspire for that because um, that's never been done before. Um, yeah, that would. That's probably the ultimate goal. But I'm not gonna be mad at myself if I never accomplish that
0: like you said if you love the sport you really can't lose so yeah i love that i love that one final question for you the question i ask many many guests on the show to close out the episode if you had gordon Ramsay coming over for dinner what would you choose to make for him
1: well i i do cook um so there's this one time where i cooked um a really good uh it's a it was a curry dish um but i'm totally forgetting the name right now but i was like i don't know uh, it was a curry dish. It was like with chicken and it was like orange. It was really yummy. Um, and then I made homemade naan and that was really good. So I'm cooking that.
0: I love it. Well, Hannah, totally it's, it's been a pleasure. Sorry. No, you're, you're good. That's just called internet. luck. Um, yeah. Well, Hannah, it's been a pleasure speaking with you on the podcast, hearing your story and appreciate you answering all of my silly beginner pole vaulter questions. Appreciate you doing this and best of luck at Hayward Field.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Running Effect with Dominic Schleter. I don't take your time for granted and I hope that today's episode impacted you and left you walking away inspired and all the more motivated to chase after your biggest goals and walking away a better version of yourself. Make sure you're following the podcast, have given us a five-star review and consider sharing with a friend. Through that, we can reach new people and hopefully inspire them in the process. Also, make sure you're following us on social media at The Running Effect to stay up to date on all the exciting projects and all the new episodes coming out generally we release two to three episodes per week so stay tuned for all of those coming your way shortly i hope you're running and life is going well guys keep chasing mastery and i will catch you in next episode